Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson, and thanks so much for joining me today. Today, I'm going to talk with you about Proverbs 31, verses 11 and 12. The heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. There are many ways to do your husband good, and unfortunately, also many ways to bring him evil, and that's the subject today. How can a wife do her husband evil, and how can she do him good? I'm just going to give you a few examples in our short time together. First, you do him evil by acknowledging that he is the head of the family while refusing to treat him like he really is. And this is achieved by not seeking his advice or counsel, by making unilateral decisions that affect the family without consulting him, writing your own job description without reference to his desires or opinions or vision, or objecting strongly to his decisions when they differ with your opinion and telling the kids and neighbors and Facebook what a dumb idea he had. This is bringing your husband evil. Another way would be by complaining about him to your friends or family, sharing his failures, oversights, mistakes, and how much he is disappointing you. Some women have a perverse enjoyment in the fellowship of the grievance. You share your grievances, and I will share mine, and we will commune over them. But this is evil. This is what happens when you click the like button, or worse, leave a positive comment on another woman's overshare online. You are becoming part of the problem and not part of the solution. You are joining the fellowship of the grievance. And your last name is representing your husband and your children. I remember encountering this kind of thing long before the internet in my very first Bible study for married women. The sharing time consisted of each woman telling the others how her husband had messed up. And I was really shocked. Little did I know at the time how common this is among Christian women. Now, if you need help in a difficult marriage, then you should consider, is this person I'm talking to part of the problem or part of the solution? You know, if so, certainly get help in the right place. But idle chatter about petty grievances is bringing evil. Third, you do him evil when you flat out disobey him. He asks you to run an errand for him or send a check to someone, and you don't feel like it. You were too busy. Or he asks you not to talk to his mom about the decision he's made to buy the house or take another job, and you tell her anyway because it just seemed to you to be okay. Some men just cannot stand up to their wives because it just isn't worth it. They would rather have a shallow peace in the home than a deep dive into all the issues, and this most certainly is going to corrode the relationship over time. These examples of blatant misbehavior are guaranteed to cause your husband not to trust you. But what positive things can we do that will ensure that our husbands trust us completely? First, speak to and about your husband with kindness and deference, whether there is an audience or not. Don't share things he would not appreciate. I'm not a fan of the open love letter from the wife to her husband on Facebook. Happy to share publicly certain accomplishments, but our relationship doesn't need a group of onlookers. I don't need their affirmation. 
I tell him directly or I give him a card. I don't have to ask my husband to know that he would much prefer that style of communication. I know him. You should want your husband to trust you not to do something that will embarrass him or shame him. He should know without thinking that you are on his team and are eagerly trying to be a source of encouragement and help. Second, as you manage your home, get his input. Sometimes women assume their husbands want them to keep the house a certain way when he doesn't want that at all. But she hasn't asked him. Does he like to have you staying up late to finish the laundry? Would he rather that you leave it and come to bed? Sometimes women labor under a false assumption that to be a successful wife means you must never go to bed with unfolded laundry left on the counter. Steward your household chores so you're free to enjoy your husband and children. Don't be always too busy to talk, too behind in your work to give them your time and love and attention. The house is your domain, not your lord. It is a tool, a means to a very important end, and not the end in itself. It does not have dominion over you. You know the Old Testament verse about not boiling the kid in his mother's milk? That just means you don't use a source of life, the milk in this case, or the home, in my example, to be the means of death. A clean house can be milk, but don't boil your people in it. Every woman has seasons when she's constantly behind, and that's part of life. But rather focus on the importance of the relationships in the home than the dirty dishes in the sink. At the same time, a husband who sins in a grievous way may come under church discipline. In some circumstances, a godly wife should divorce her husband. God allows for such things, and he will bless the faithful wife. But even in such times of open disgrace, a woman can show discretion and wisdom by not heaping more shame on her husband's head. Leave that to the Lord. God is the wise judge. In this case, the husband has been the one the wife cannot trust. When a husband brings his wife evil, she must not hesitate to get godly pastoral counsel. Though a wife should not run a husband down for mistakes and failures, major lapses into sin must be dealt with in a biblical manner and not just covered over. A husband is to lead his home and family. He is the head. And as someone wisely pointed out, the eyes are in the head. He will make decisions that you just don't see or understand. But trust him to the Lord and trust the Lord. Follow your husband. I haven't added all the qualifiers here, but let me just say it for the record. Unless he wants you to do something immoral, like being dishonest in some kind of business deal. I've mentioned before Mary, the mother of our Lord, in reference to this. The angel appeared to Joseph in the dream, not to Mary. Get up. Take the child and his mother to Egypt. Mary was a woman of faith and trusted God. Joseph was a man she could trust to lead. And clearly, Joseph trusted Mary to follow him. Bringing your husband good all his days is a great opportunity and blessing. Bringing him evil is the beginning of disaster. My husband is fond of saying that God picks us up where we are, not where we should have been. If you find you need to put some things right, do it. God loves to forgive and restore his people. Thank you for joining me today. Have a great week. 